we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of one Jason Lee. Gone but not forgotten, may his memory live on with us forever and ever. Some would it be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the intro. And that's the intro. New degree, who dis? Yep, Jason's abandoned us, and uh, he'll never hear this, so right? <laughs> he I, listen to it. I highly doubt he's going to listen. <laughs> if he does, though, what's up, Jason? Miss you, bud. Yeah, we bit. miss him, but he's, he's yeah, he's got a whole bunch on his plate right now. Here in about three or four weeks, he'll be really sick of it and want to do something else. Yeah, say so he's starting a new phase of life, a new stage, stage, yeah, yeah. not phase. Phases come and go, stages. Yeah, it's not a phase, Mom. <laughs> I guess we'll do intros. Yeah. <laughs> a whole minute after um, <laughs> the intro, we should say who we are. After starting. So, I am uh, Gary Roberts, uh, the official holder of the plum in Lodge for Harmony Lodge number 21. Very nice. I am AC Ransom, uh, the holder of the moon. And currently the holder of the sun, because we're down one. <laughs> <laughs> we're down one. He hasn't been around so, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For Harvard Lodge number 21. The bestest. Yeah. So things are starting to pick up. Uh, for those that are listening in Utah, we're, we've, uh, because of COVID last year, we weren't able to uh, do anything. Do degrees there for a long time. We weren't even able to meet in the lodge. Um, towards the end of the year, our Grandmaster let us start meeting in Lodge for an hour uh, with some restrictions in place. Uh, those restrictions set by the Lodges themselves. Uh, they created their own COVID plans. Um, we got a new Grandmaster in January, the end of January, and uh, with a new uh, Grandmaster, all the old edicts are gone, unless he continues them. And some he continued and others he didn't. And when it came to COVID, uh, different plans came into place. So we we're, able to, yeah, we're able to start meeting and, and uh, our lodge's master has continued our COVID plan with modifications from the temple board. And, and uh, we had our first degree in a year for a guy. Just a few uh, days ago. Uh, yeah, for a guy who had been, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who had his scheduled and we were going to do it like on that Tuesday night, and the word came out, no, no meeting, no doing that kind of stuff. I think it was planned for March too, right? So yeah, it was almost a like a year and a week is yeah. what we figured. He waited uh, to get his to become uh, initiated into our fraternity. So, and you know, the fact that he waited that year actually like impressed me. I did me too because like I was, he was like still ready and like just waiting for it, like no. As far as we heard, there was no complaints. Like he understood what was going on. It was worth the wait to him. Yeah, I was. I was. It it it, it elevated him in my eyes a bit. That's a, yeah. To yeah. have him submit to be to waiting, I guess, if you will, that was impressive. I was. I was worried he was going to be one of those what we call in the order of the arrow sashers and dashers. <laughs> they go through their initiation. We never see him again. Um, We've had a few of those, but I think that's part of the. Um, what is it? Attrition system of yeah. 
not everybody reaches the third degree, and not everybody necessarily should. Yep, agreed, agreed. So, so but in knowing what I know now and seeing his efforts in the last year, it'll be, uh, I, I have no doubt that, that he'll um, want to continue in our fraternity. What? Yeah. Did, going back to our newly obligated brother, mm-hmm. did Worshipful ask you to be his coach? Mm-hmm. That is cool. That is super cool. Well, in the lodge meeting before, I had volunteered, like, I'll do it if you want. And he said, oh, we'll assign that later. And then later he came and asked me anyways. It's like, all right. Oh, cool. I'm, I was like, what? I'm glad he did. say no? <laughs> I'm glad he did because I, I love our worshipful master to pieces, but there are times when he'll like, we'll talk about it later and we never do. Yeah. And so. Uh, it's been a couple of times. This shows you how busy he is in real life and being a worshipful master. We'll schedule something. And then like the day of the schedule thing, he'll post in Slack. Like, hey, we should do some, some, some in the day. Like, hey, let's practice. Like, yeah, that was part of the plan. Yep, it's on the calendar. And but, oh, by the way, you skipped it now for a half an hour sooner than it was. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. He's a busy guy. Very. He got a lot dude. going on. Yeah, say so it's not. It's 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 no shade on him. It just shows you how much is going on in life right now. Yeah. So, so and and he's getting a second year in the East. Yeah. Um, we, much deserved, but uh, needed as well. It gives him an opportunity to go through a normal year as worshipful, I think. Yeah, he didn't have much of a first year. No. At all. So, but then we also have the other problem is there aren't many members that are, that are, uh, what's Eligible. Eligible, yeah. Prepared. Prepared to be Worthy. No, <laughs> worthy and well qualified. I'm not worthy. So, did I ever tell you this? I probably did. Growing up, I grew up in a little valley in southeast Idaho, just on the north end of Bear Lake, and uh, uh, I lived in a farming community. There were a whole bunch of farmers there. My family dairy farmed. Um, That's what my grandfather did. And one of my grandfather's friends was named Worthy. Really? Yeah, he lived like right across this little teeny valley um, that we live in. It's not the Bear Lake Valley, but one of the the canyon offshoots. and so you can see his house from from my parents' house kind of across this short little valley. Is that the one with the tractor in front of it? No, no, oh. this is different. That's my wife's parents. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But we leased land from this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a good friend of my granddad's anyway. But uh, every time we'd have seen him, he would like, you know one thing? And we'd always go, what's that? He says, no matter how many times I meet with the bishop, for Temple Recommending degrees, I'm always worthy. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's an old man grandpa joke. That's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no matter what I do, I'm always worthy. Yeah. But oh, I'd love to go. Well, I, I was younger. And so I'd go there when, like either my dad or my granddad was farming the ground or something like that. But the two fields came together and there was this uh, canal up along the top that bordered the, the mountains there, mm-hmm. the forest. And uh, there was kind of this angled piece where the water could be let down into these fields, but uh, it had a great place of trees and stuff. And man, we'd spent hours and hours playing in those. That was the best thing. That sounds great. Forts. Every kid needs a fort. Every kid needs a fort. Yeah. So I had a natural grown one. We spent hours in that thing. But say, I'm very grateful that I grew up where there was like land behind me that I could just that me and my brothers could just go and roam and play and have fun, that my parents weren't, like, scared and didn't let us go out alone, you know, like, I don't know. We never actually got hurt, but I'm just glad our parents allow, allowed us to. I feel like too many kids 
miss out on, miss miss out on that chance. Yeah, I do too. I'm that's my kids didn't have that opportunity, and I grew up in an area you just walk out of the back of the house and I could you know walk for days without running into somebody else. You know Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. There's that school there. So it's the gas station, and there's that school. Well, across the street from the school is where my dad grew up. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he. <coughs> sorry. I've been in several of those homes. Yeah. Um. White white brick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You've been in that one. I've been in that house for what? EMS stuff. Uh, I guess that wouldn't surprise me too much. <laughs> um. Both him and my grandma are gone now. It's now owned by my cousin who is is ranting it out. He made it look really good. Anyways, I digress. Um. My dad would tell me about how back in the day. He would walk out his backyard with, like, a gun and his dog and go hunt. Oh, yeah. Because that was what was behind them was nothing. And you have to go... Now the mountains and... Now the houses in Hyde Park go clear up to the mountain. Like, you yeah. you can't... Yeah, there's no space. And there's more restrictions now on where, where and when you can hunt and stuff like that, too. Like, yeah, you pull a gun out and shoot it now, the cops will be there in minutes. <laughs> so... So... I can't imagine that kind of like I'm gonna go hunt a pheasant and just you're off. Yeah, but I'm I I'm like you. I'm a I'm a firm believer in country living. That's why I want to get out of the city so bad. Yeah. But uh, the way the house prices have gone around here, holy crap! Apparently, it's so some people are leaving Utah because house prices outside of Utah are cheaper. Oh really? I thought it was like a housing mar mar market in general, but I bought a table. From somebody who was moving to Mississippi, and he was talking about how much I think Mississippi. I'm not sure, but he was talk talking about how much less it cost there to get a house. Well, and and we were looking it up the other day because um, my daughter had come home and said something about there weren't very many homes for sale in in Cache Valley. No, and I looked it up. There was only like sixty something. Yeah, and I've looked in the past because I'm always looking at houses. Um, 200, 300 is usually the normal mm-hmm. and man, it's down to the twenties. Like Nibley itself, there'd probably be about, oh, 40 to 50 homes available and there's four. Yep. And there's and, way and, more and than that you want to buy. They're all under contract. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, like the homes of the size of my house now are going for 400, 450,000 and not even six months ago, they were 300,000 and... Yeah. I didn't buy mine for that much. Not even close. <laughs> See, now is when you sell right. and move to the country. <laughs> that's why that's that's why you sell and build. No. Um you can't build either. <laughs> no, I know. If yeah, you like a build two by four has gone from a dollar ninety eight to oh, almost heavens. five bucks a piece. It's like crimey. Though I do sense that eventually it's gonna come perhaps not crashing down, but it's gonna you know, spike down a little bit. I'm thinking if it gets down to about where it was five years ago. I might just, even though I don't need to buy a house, I might just buy a house anyways because it's, it's just going to be cheaper, affordable, and then when it comes back up eventually, I'll just sell for a profit, maybe, yeah, or just have a house then at that point. Yeah, so like yeah. Our, our our senior warden, he took advantage of it. I mean, his parents wanted him to and his wife to come live with them, and he sold his house and made pretty good bank. So otherwise he might not have. If That's true. Actually, he's not COVID market. He moved without having to buy a house at all. Yeah. So, so when he does move again, hopefully it's when the housing is down. Yep. he'll have made a profit. Yeah. So or maybe right. he'll just keep the house he's in. Yeah. Right now, once, I once think he's, he's thinking about building a house. 
Cool. Out there on property next to his parents. Yeah, That's what the plan is. Yeah. You might want to wait for when the timber goes down. A yeah, bit. right now it's super expensive. But here in the valley, they're like, their apartment and condos going in everywhere. Everywhere. Um, so the company Westlake Chemical um, in stocks, it's 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 WLK. Um, they're pretty much above all the people who make like pipe, like PV. PVC pipe, mm -hmm. and those prices have gone way up and might go up more. They're hoping that they'll come down in June. So I'm hoping that maybe those stocks will uh, bring bring an advantage to me. There you go. Who knows? Know. Oh, I was going to tell you, a while back I bought GoPro stock when it was like eight or nine bucks. Oh, yeah? And um, for a while there it was at like 14, and so I sold it and made, I bought 10 bucks worth of it, and I sold it for like 16 some odd cents. So made six bucks profit off my ten bucks. That's not bad. So next you know I'll be affording a house in this current market because I'm just getting wealthier <laughs> by the day. <laughs> there you go. So I'd look at that one stock and do some research about where prices are going to go, and maybe you could turn that into a profit. You could. So those are my stocks of. And whoever's kind of list, listening, take advantage of that knowledge. It might be too late. I don't know. They're hoping the prices will go down in June. Oh, that'd be cool. But they might not. My stocks haven't been doing so well with the new administration. Things have gone back down, so mine, I'm, I'm still out of profit, but not as much as I was. I think three I mostly ago. am. I bought some that were low. Now's the time um, to buy, though. Yeah, exactly. So I bought some that, that were low, and they've kind of like gone a little bit lower, kind of stayed the same, which is fine because it should come back up eventually. But I'm enjoying this stock thing, man. This is a lot of fun. It's kind of fun. Kind yeah. of fun to dig into and play with and watch it every day. My, so. I think I told you this already, but my dad, for his birthday, Gave me a hunt, gave all of his kids a hundred bucks and said, this is to invest. And I was like, done. So that's two people now who have given me a hundred bucks and said, hey, get going. And I was like, all right. Go, so, go make some money. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. No, that's fun stuff. And he said that if we wanted to get him something, he'd rather us take the money that we were going to spend on his gift and invest that instead. So I was like, all right. Which I didn't do. <laughs> but, yeah. so, yeah. But the earlier you do it, the better off you are. So mm -hmm. yeah, right now I'm trying to, I'm, I'm to the point now where I've got to really focus on my retirement. I've got about 20 years left. I got to get my poop in a group. So mm -hmm. I make sure I and my wife are covered and I started investing. So I've got to do some catch up. I'm behind. You have like the usual things that you plop into and wait whatnot yeah, yeah i got 401ks and ross mm. and that kind of stuff but i've not maxed out contributions but now i'm to the point where like yeah, it's time to pull that trigger this is why i usually face the mic towards you <laughs> because I, yeah, you usually talk that quietly <laughs> uh, so what have you discussed so far lodge current lodge situation and the housing market in cash valley in cash don't valley. move here especially if we're from california yeah we're full um don't don't move here it's yeah. at full capacity we don't want you Move someplace else. Yes, and Idaho is at capacity as well. Yeah. Like Wyoming's okay. You can go yeah. there. Yeah, you can move to Salt Lake all you want. Who cares? But <laughs> stay, yeah, say, we are full here. Sorry, there's just no more room, especially for all you commies coming in from the uh, from the uh, west. We don't want your... <laughs> from the country of California? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we don't want your... Um... See, if Jason was here, he'd be like, we have to cut that out. <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. <laughs> See, that's one I like about Jason. He cares about what pe people think, mm -hmm. and I don't. So it was a pretty <laughs> good not, balance. I'm not so much either. I say, I, like, if somebody gets offended at what's a joke, 
screw them. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not my fault. <laughs> to heck but, with them. But it is good to be a bit more, and I've been trying to work on that because I took a hard swing to like not caring, and so I'm trying to find like the balance of what's appropriate or, or not. You know. Yeah. You do a better job at that than I do. <laughs> when I was your age, oh my gosh, I was a yeah, not nice person. So. And my kids will sometimes still say I'm not. <laughs> well, so I read this thing, um, The Art of Manliness, on his Instagram page. Each Sunday we'll do what he calls, like, a Sunday fireside. Uh-huh. And it's always great. Like, it's always great. If you don't have an Instagram, it might be worth it just for that. Although, actually, you, you can probably find that on his website, too. So if you don't want an Instagram, just go to his website. Anyways, um, I thought it was Jason who... Got us off track. Turns out it's me, too. Um, <laughs> he trained you well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he had one about the difference between being nice and kind. He's like, look, it's not nice to tell somebody the truth about what they need to change, but it is kind. And people spend too much time being nice and, like, tiptoeing around, you know, we're all walking on eggshells around here. You know, it's sometimes it's kind to give somebody, like, the blunt truth. Or not, you know, like, it's kind to not be nice sometimes. And I was like, all right, and that kind of helped help, helped me, like, am I being kind in the things I'm saying? Or am I just being rude, you know? And so, because I don't really believe in being nice. It's just a waste of time, you know? Anyways. Um, so, but if I can, but if what I say can't be deemed as either a joke or me being kind, then it probably shouldn't be said, you know? So. Yeah. You bring up a good point, though, because we're told to whisper corrections in, in our brother's ear mm-hmm. when needed and sometimes we don't do that and it's needed i'm a person that like I, I i like feedback and it won't offend me if you tell me gary quit doing that <clears throat> at least uh, i won't kill you today i might <laughs> later in your sleep but uh <laughs> might later yeah no that's just it, yeah, sometimes we don't we don't take the opportunity to to say, hey brother, look at what you're doing here. Have you thought about doing it this way instead? And here's why. You know, my I'm the type of person that was like, I'm gonna make it sting, so I'm gonna tell you in public, you so and so, you sob, you need to quit doing that and and do it in front of the whole congregation or lodge or whatever. The whole group. Um, to try to press my point, but that that just creates animosity. So I found myself catching myself at work, because um, uh, I now manage a group of about twenty people, and um, I catch myself at work making sure, uh, as I'm typing up an email for uh, changes in corrective acting, not to point somebody out in front of the the whole group. Mm-hmm. I'll just go talk to them about that one thing. Yeah. And it makes much better sense. And not to get all churchy here, but there is some Mormon scripture that says after you tell somebody off, it phrases it differently. But after you give that kind correction, um, that kind but firm correction, to show them even that much more love show, so that they know that you're on their side. And that's sage advice you can find, I'm sure, in lots of places. But it's true. If you tell somebody, like, hey, what you're doing is not good, but later you're just kind to them still. And they realize, oh, this, guy, like, this guy's on my side. He's, you know, he's not out to get me he's not being a jerk you know he actually is yeah. yeah so so but the other thing you brought up we had a after the degree on tuesday night there were just the four of us 
um, standing here in the lodge. Uh, <laughs> supposed to have been going home, but we were having a good conversation. So I left too soon, but I needed the sleep, man. <laughs> I don't blame you. But we were having a conversation, and, and one of the brothers brought up the topic of respect. And how now when, when our kids go to school, and we, and we probably saw this when we were going to elementary school as well, as the teacher would say, we need to show everybody respect. And then this one brother said, wait a minute. And, and he's, he's, he's the type of person that always questions authority, which is, which I is good. Out, I can't believe out his name later. Who is this? <laughs> it's uh, uh, Seth. Oh, yeah, okay. I like Seth. Yes. But I'll believe out his name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but he, he, he goes, no. Respect is something that is is earned. It is not automatically given. I can be courteous to you. You can be kind. I can be kind, yeah. But I don't have to respect you. Mm-mm. And then we got to talking about it, and I was like, you know what? He's absolutely right. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely right. There are people that, that demanded my respect that didn't deserve it or had earned it. But I, I, yeah, I like the way you phrased it. It was it was a really good conversation. But uh, yeah, where was I going with that? <laughs> I Down a deep dark hole of nothing. <laughs> uh, well, it's all part of what we've been discussing of giving how to treat people has kind of been like what I would do at the broad topic of the past few minutes of how to actually treat people. Right. So I can be courteous to you, but I don't have to respect mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, me treating. Treating you courteously, courteously. Yes, I don't know English either. Um, <laughs> I soon gain your respect, and and eventually, I'm sure that gets reciprocated. Ideally, yes. Yep. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. These should be coming a little more frequently. And Jason, you suck. <laughs> The hosts of the From the North podcast are providing this podcast as a public service and for their own selfish motives. It is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of any Grand Lodge, local lodge, or any Masonic body or Freemasonry in general. Any reference to any specific product, subject, or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation. The rantings, tomfoolery, and views, views expressed by the guests and the hosts are absolutely their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them, any Grand or local lodge, or any Someone would it be? <laughs> <laughs>